I want to share a word. We're in the middle of a series on marriage, money and family matters. Tunakwenda kugawanya neno kidogo kwa jitu tunafundisha masiku kuhusu ndoa, franga na jamaa namna ya kuiongoza. Today we're moving into the marriage portion of our talks. Na leo tutakwenda kusemezea kuhusu ndoa. You know, last time, last couple of times we've been talking about how we need to get ready, how we need to be ready for a relationship. Na jume ilipita tulikuwa tunajifundisha namna gani kuwa tayari kwa kwenda kuingia mhusiano wala relation fulani. And the most important thing we need to know as we get ready for relationship, we have to know who we are. Na ya maana mbele ya kuingia mu relation tunapasha kujua tuko wa nani. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a war. Wa ndugu na wadada tuko ndani ya vita. We're in a war between fear and love. Tuko ndani ya vita katikati ya uoga na upendo wala mapendo. Love is going to win but it's a fight to the death. Upendo itakwenda kuwina lakini inakuwa ni vita ya nguvu sana mpaka kifo. Fear and love are opposing forces in our lives. Unajua vita uoga na ile upendo inakuwa nakumbana kila siku. I hope you always remember that. Napenda mkoe nakumbuka hii kila siku. If you feel like there isn't enough love it's because there's fear present. Kama unasikia ndani yako kama upendo haiko ya mingi ni kwaje kuko boga yenye inabeba fazi ya upendo. Fear takes away our love. Unajua uoga inabeba upendo wetu wote. But what does love do with fear? Sasa unajua ni nini ile upendo nafanyaka na uoga? What does it do? It casts it out. Inaifukuza upendo na fukuza uoga. If you don't have enough love fear is going to get in. Kama hauna na upendo ya kutosha boga itakuwa kubeba. I want to talk straight to you today church. Napenda niseme kabisa kwenu. People in this modern day don't believe in a real devil who's trying to destroy their lives. Mnajua maisha leo watu hawaamini kusema shetani anapenda kuharibu maisha yao. The devil has power. Unapasha kujua kama shetani anakuwa na uwezo. But his power is in fear and manipulation. Lakini uwezo wake inakuwa ni ndani ya uoga na kuongoza watu munguvu. His goal is to destroy your life. Shabaya ni kuharibisha maisha yako. I think it's very important that we understand that. Ni muhimu tuelewe vitu kama hivi. He's not just some vague force out there trying to do bad things. Aiko tu ma pepo ya giza kule kunafanya kazi. He is very personal and he wants to destroy you each and every one of you. Lakini unapasha kujua kusema shetani ye peke anapenda kuharibu wewe. He wants to ruin your life. Anapenda kuharibisha maisha yako. He's always attacking and accusing people. Na yeye anakupiganisha na anakuchongea kwa Mungu. He's accusing families and churches. Anachongea kanisa na majamaa kwa Mungu. And he often uses other people close to you to accuse you to undermine your confidence. Na tena anatumia hata wajirani wako na wandugu wale wako kandokando wako kwa kuharibisha maisha yako. However, Christian parents lakini wazazi wa Kristo especially fathers zaidi wa baba provide an umbrella over their family wanakuwa sasa parapluie wala yenye ya kuficha kumvua wala kujua fathers create this umbrella over their family that gives the family identity Baba ni ule anafinika jamaa yake na anawapatia hata uh, identity wala umutu wao. Fathers 
can bring a stability into their home that is unshakable. Baba anaweza kuleta ustare ndani ya nyumba yenye ilikuwa natingizika. And also fathers bring a spiritual covering over their house. Na tena wababa wanaleta ile faza kufuchama ya kiroho nje ya jamaa yao. I know that there are women in this in this room who raised their children by themselves because the fathers left them. Sasa najua ndani ya kanisa kwa kukua mama wenye walikomalisha watoto wao wao peke kwa ajili ya baba walifariki wala waliwaacha. You need to know that God's grace is greater than anything that's missing in your life. Napenda kukueleza kusema neema ya Mungu inatosha kuzidia yote yenye nakosekana ndani ya maisha yako. But I have to tell you a strong reality. Lakini napenda nikwambie ukweli moyo ya nguvu. All the more you have to pray and you have to press into God if you're going to have the covering that you need. Ukipenda ukingo mzuri unapasha kuendelea na maombi ili upate ukingo ya kutosha. Women who are raising children by themselves need to have Almighty God as their husband and father. Wa mama wenye wanakomalisha watoto wao peke wanahitaji Mungu kuwa pembeni yao ili abebe fazi ya bubaba na bubwana kwa kukomalisha watoto. If you're careless and lazy about it then the enemy finds a way to get in he goes after your children. Lakini kama hujali na hivi vitu vya maombi unje kusema adui ataingia na taribu jamaa yako. I don't say that to scare you I'm just telling you this is a reality. Sikuelezevi vitu kwa kukogopesha lakini ni ukweli. Fathers and mothers you have to provide a covering. Wa baba na wa mama mnapasha kuleta ukingo mjamaa yenu. When a parent allows sin to come into their home wakati mzazi anaruhusu zambi ingie ndani ya nyumba or the child rebels against the parent wala watoto wanamtombokea wazazi it pokes a hole in the covering mnachoa inatobola ile ukingo it pokes a hole in that spiritual covering inatobola ile ukingo ya kiroho and it gives the devil a way to get in na inampatia shetani na bahati ya kuingia but don't lose hope kumbi usipoteze tumaini You just repent of your sin. Tubu tuku zambi yako. Confess your sin. Kiri zambi zako. Ask God for forgiveness. Umuombe Mungu msamaa. And God's righteousness will come over you. Na uwaki wa Mungu utakuwa juu yako. He will bless you and he will set your feet on a rock and you will not be shaken. Atakubariki na ataweka mguu yako pa mwamba na utatingizika hata kidogo. A good father provides this covering for his family. Baba mwema nula naleta hiyo kingo juu ya jamaa yake. But when that identity is shaken, lakini wakati ile umutu unatingizika, it creates an opening for the enemy to come in. Inafungua nafasi ili adui aingie. That's why God created man and woman. Kwa maana Mungu aliumba mke na mume pamoja. You got to do things God's way, people. Unapasha fanya bitu kufatana na jinsi Mungu anapenda. When you do things God's way, man and woman united together as covering for the family. Ukifanya jinsi Mungu anapenda ni bibi na bwana wanaungana na inakuwa ukingo mzuri juu ya jamaa. It creates a strength. Inaleta nguvu. It creates a power. Inaleta uwezo. And that family will not be shaken. Na ile jamaa haitatingizika. The earthquake may come but the house will stand. 
Unajua dunia inaweza tingizika lakini ile jamaa itasimama. The wind will blow and the house will not fall down. Zoruba inaweza pita lakini ile nyumba itasimama mpaka. Because that family knows who they are. Kwa ajili ile jamaa inajua ni wanani. They know who God is. Wanajua Mungu ni nani? And they know who God says they are. Na wanajua ile Mungu aliwaelezea weko. Hallelujah. Amen. God intended for a husband and wife together to create and raise children. Mpango ya Mungu ni bibi na bwana wakoe pamoja kwa kukubalisha watoto. Now I'm not speaking against anybody in here who didn't do it that way. Si hukumu mtu mmoja mwenye kufanya vitu kama vile. Okay, it's too easy for you to get vulnerable and feel like I'm attacking you here. Don't feel that way. Inaweza kuwa mwepesi kwa wako zaja kama pastora na kuwa ananisema ni mie. Tunaomba samani msibebe vile. I'm standing here to say God's grace is greater than anything that's missing in your life. Tunasimama hapa kwa kumieleza kusema neema ya Mungu ni mkubwa kuzidia yote ile na kusikana maisha yako. Here's what's wonderful about a husband and wife together as they lead a family. Sasa msikie yenye na kwa uzuri kwa bibi na bwana kwa pamoja kwa kuongoza jamaa. When one of them is down, wakati mmoja hapo yuko chini, what's the other one going to do? Ni nini ile mwingine atafanya? Lift them up. Atamsimamisha. That's right. And then when the other one goes down, mm, na wakati mwingine anaanguka, mwingine anamsimamisha. Together you move forward. Pamoja ndio tunaendelea mbele. Two are better than one. Wawili wanazidia mmoja. We're better together. Tunakuwa pamoja, tunakuwa nguvu pamoja. We weren't made to do this life by ourselves. Atukuumbwa kwa kufanya kuishi maisha si peke. All the more reason we need our church family. Ni kwa maana zaidi ya yote tunahitaji jamaa yetu kanisa kama jamaa yetu. My wife and I we have raised our family and now we have seven grandchildren. Hapa pastor na bibi yake wanakumalisha watoto na wanapata wakanayabo wa saba sasa. And I am still every day faced with the reality that I need God's family to help me with all these kids and grandkids. Na mpaka leo anahitaji neema ya Mungu na jamaa yake ya Ukristo kumsaidia kukumalisha watoto. I can't do this work by myself. Awez na wakumalisha ye peke. I need you to help me with my children and grandchildren. Nahitaji wewe umsaidie kwa kukumalisha watoto wake na wakambo yake. So if you're struggling alone to raise a family, Asa kama kuna shita shita wewe peke kwa kumalisha watoto. You need to be in the house of God. Unapasha kuwa ndani ya nyumba ya Mungu. You must bring your kids under the covering of a church family. Unapasha leta watoto wako chini ya uongozaji wa kanisa. Because they will help you fill in the gaps with whatever is missing. Kwa jili kanisa itakusaidia kwa kufinika yote yenye nakosa. Amen. Amen. Can I get amen? Tunaweza sikia amina kutoka kwenu? We're going to talk about marriage today. Tupenda tuseme kuhusu ndoa leo. To marry or to to marriage means to merge or join together. Ndoa inakuwa kama kukuja tena pamoja, kuungana. Marriage is between a man and a woman. Ndoa ni katikati ya mume na mke. That's how it says in the Bible from the very beginning. Na jogisi Biblia inasema tangu mwanzo. And that's how we do it. Jogisi tunaifanya mpaka leo. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of eden mungu muumba aliumba mume na kamutia ndani ya bustani ya edeni at first it was just the man by himself mbele ayote mume alikuwa yeye peke he put him in the garden so that he would work in the garden alimutia mule ili atumike even before there was woman there was work mbele ya mwanamke kulikuwa kazi You know we have to have something purposeful to do with our lives. Tunapasha kujua vile tunafanya maisha yetu. We all need the work. Tunahitaji kazi. 
Sasa Mungu alipatia Adamu kazi ya kufanya. But before that he said it is not good for man to be alone. Lakini mbele ya yote Mungu alisema haiko mzuri kwa mume kuwa yeye peke. I will make a companion for him. Tamumbia msaidizi. Someone who is corresponding to him or who joins and fits with him. Mtu mwenyewe anafanya eti yule mtu aenee sasa wala anamsaidia kwa mahitaji yake. Now we're going to learn something very important about how God works. Tutakwenda kujifunza kitu moja maana sana namna gani Mungu anatumika. The Lord God had formed man and the animals out of the ground. Mungu aliumba watu na wanyama kupitia udongo and all the birds of the sky were formed out of the ground out of the earth. Hata wandege wenye mnaona juu wote waliumbwa kwa udongo. And then God gave Adam a job. Lakini Mungu alipatia Adamu kazi. He brought the animals to Adam. Alileta wanyama kwa Adamu and he told Adam to give them all a name. Na alimwambia Adamu awapatie majina. He had to name all the animals. Na alipatia kila nyama jina. And whatever name Adam gave to that animal That was its name. Na jina yenye Adamu alipatia kila nyama ndio jina yenye tunaita mpaka leo. It says that he gave names to all the livestock. Alipatia majina kwa viumbe vyote. All the birds, wandege wote and all the wild animals. Na wanyama wote wa mjangwa wa mpori. I think that would be a big job. Unajua ni kazi ya nguvu sana hii. It's hard just to name your child. Unajua haiko tu kupatia tu jina mtoto yako. Imagine if you had to name all kinds of different creatures. Sasa kama ni wengi walipatia kazi ya kupanga jina kwa kiumbe kiote. But God gave Adam this job in order to help him understand something. Lakini Mungu alimpatia Adamu hii kazi ili aelewe kitu kimoja. Are you with me? Tuko pamoja? Turn to the person next to him and say, Angalia jirani. Angalia jirani yako na mwambie, "Wewe unasikia?" Yeah. Hallelujah. Here's what the Bible says. Msikieni Biblia inasema, But for Adam no suitable helper was found. Lakini juu ya Adamu hakukuwa msaidizi ule wa kuweza kumsaidia. Now before God started this whole thing, do you think he knew that there was no suitable helper for him? Mbele Mungu aanze hii yote, mlijua mnazanya kama Mungu alikwashajua kusema Adamu anakosa kitu kimoja. Do you think God knew it already? Mnazanya Mungu alikwashajua? What do you think? Mwanawazia nini? Yeah, God knew it already. Yeah, Mungu alikwashajua tayari. He already knew she wasn't out there. Alijua kusema mtu alikuwa anakosa pale. But God wanted to do something. Lakini Mungu alipenda kufanya kitu kimoja. God put Adam through that job. Mungu alimweka Adamu mwii kazi so that he himself would understand, hey, there's nobody here for me. Mungu alimpatia kazi ili yeye peke Adamu angalie kusema ah God wanted him to understand there was something missing. Mungu alipenda yeye peke Adamu aone kusema kuko kitu kinakosa. This is a good lesson for you and me. Inakuwa ni mafundisho mzuri sana jua wewe na mimi. You know God gave Adam a hard job. Mungu alimpatia Adamu kazi ya nguvu so that eventually he would understand something. Ili aelewe kitu kimoja. When you go through hard times. Wakati unapitiza wakati ya, ya magumu. You go through trials. Unapita katikati ya magumu ya nguvu. You go through seasons of these hard things in your life. Unapitia wakati ya maisha ya nguvu ya, ya, ya magumu sana. You need to understand something. Unapasha kuelewa kitu kimoja. 
You say why is this happening to me? Ya kwanza nikujiuliza ni kwa nini bibi hiyo inanifikia? Now it could be because of your sin. Inaweza kuwa kwa ajili ya dhambi yako. But if it's just happening for no reason, lakini kama vinafanyika tu bila sababu, you maybe need to understand God is trying to teach you something. Unapasha kuelewa kusema Mungu anapenda kukufundisha kitu fulani. And it might take a while before you learn. Na inaweza beba wakati fulani mbele uelewe. To which I'll say God, I want to be a fast learner. Na napenda unaweza kusema hata Mungu napenda nijifunze mbio kwa haraka. Help me not have to suffer this long. Mungu siruhusu nitese mbele ya kuelewa. No suitable companion was found for Adam. Ah, kuna msaidizi mwema mwenye alipatikana juu ya Adamu. You see, the one who God had in mind would be the one who would fit well with him. Unajua mwenye alikuwa ndani ya akili ya Mungu alikuwa ni yule alipasha tosha wala alipasha kuenea na Adamu. She would supply for him what was missing in his life. Yeye msaidizi angekuwa kuleta yenye Adamu alikuwa anakosa maisha yake. And then the man would supply what she needs she would supply what he needs Nikusema mwanaume analeta yenye mwanamke anakosa na mwanamke analeta kwa mwanaume yenye mwanaume anakosa It would be a good mutual relationship Na hii itakuwa uhusiano mzuri sana But Adam had to go through this trial in order to figure this out. Lakini Adamu alipendeza apite katikati ya hii matatizo ili aelewe At the end of this exhausting job Adam sits down and goes There's nobody for me. Na mwisho ya yote Adamu alikala anasema hakuna mtu wa kunisaidia. At which time God came to him and says, "Oh good, I'm glad you understand." Na ni pale Mungu alikuwa anasema, "Ah, nafurahi kwa jina unaelewa sasa." And he put him into a deep sleep. Na anamuingiza ndani ya usingizi ya nguvu. And while he was sleeping, na wakati ye Adamu alikuwa akilala, he took one of the uh, ribs from the man. Na Mungu alibeba ulubavu yake mmoja. Now the Bible doesn't actually say rib. Biblia aiseme kabisa mfupa ya ya lubavu. He took part of his side. Inasema Mungu Biblia inasema Mungu alibeba kipande yake. Says God took out part of his side and then closed it up. Alibeba kipande yake Adamu na anaifinika mzuri. And from that portion of Adam's body God built the woman. Na kupitia kipande ya Mungu alibeba kwa Adamu Mungu aliumba Ewa. Now I think that's kind of interesting. The word that God used for man is like he formed him out of the dirt. Namna Mungu aliumba mume alimutunga kupitia udongo. It's like uh, the work of an artist creating a sculpture. Inakuwa sasa kazi ya huyu mwenye anafanya bibuyu anatumika tu na potopoto. But the word for woman is more like the word that you would use to construct a house. Lakini ya mwanamke kuumba mwanamke inakuwa sasa Mungu kuna jenga ni nyumba fulani. So he built the woman. He constructed the woman like you build a house. Ukiangalia mwanamke Mungu alimjenga kama tunaweza sema vile. But really that woman was made when God formed Adam too. Lakini kweli ni kusema mwanamke naye pale tu Mungu alikuwa anaumba Adamu. The woman came out of man. And then God brought the woman back to the man. You know that's why people always want to get married. It's because they're missing a piece and they want that 
part to come back to them. Jo kwa maana mnaona wana watu wengi wanapenda kuoa wala kuolewa kwa ajili wanakosa kitu fulani na wanapenda wapate kile kitu ili wafinike ile fadhi yenyewe panakosekana. And then there's that that idea of completeness when the two become one. Na wakati wawili wanakuwa pamoja inakuwa sawa na eneana sasa. So it's interesting to see how the woman came out of man. Inakuwa kushangaisha kuona namna mwanamke alitoka ndani ya mwanaume. But all the rest of mankind from generation to generation has come out of whom? Lakini ya kushangaisha ni paka tu ule mwanamke ule mwanaume mwa mwenye bibi alitoka ndani ya eh mwanamke alitoka ndani yake. Joel kwa mwisho leo hivi tuko nasema watu wote wanatoka ni kwa mwanamke. Where did all of you come out of? Si wote tunatoka wapi? Anybody? Out of woman. Tunatoka wote ni kwa mwanamke. Anybody here come out of a man? Nani mwenye alitoka kwa mwanaume? I don't think so. Hakuna. Everybody out of a woman. Tunatoka ni kwa mwanamke. Oh, big news today. Did you hear that Christy and Michael are having their baby right now? Ah, mnajua kusema hii wakati Christy na Michael wako na kuchunga mtoto wao sasa? Who knows? It's 4:44 right now. Maybe the baby's being born as we're speaking right now. Inaweza kuwa hii wakati tuko nasema mtoto ashazaliwa. Out of born out of a woman. Yeah. Na anatoka mpaka kwa mwanamke. Coming out of Christy, not coming out of Michael. Aitoke kwa kwa Michael, mtoto anatoka ni kwa Christy. So the woman is comes out of man, God builds her to fit him. Mwanamke anatoka kwa mwanaume, Mungu anamtunga ili aeneze afinike nafasi inakosekana. Brings her to the man. Na anamleta tena kwa Bwana. And you know what Adam says? Remember before he went to sleep he had been naming all these animals. And then he says this one at last. This is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Anakuwa mfupa ya mifupa yangu na mwili ya mwili ya wala nyama ya nyama yangu. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. Ataitwa mke kwa ajili alitoa kutoka kwa Bwana. And then here in Genesis we have this verse. Na ndani ya mwanzo tunasoma hii. That is why ni kwa maana a man leaves his father and mother mwanaume atacha baba na mama yake is united to his wife atakwenda kuambatana na bibi yake na watakuwa mwili mmoja and then god goes on to say in other parts of the bible what god has put together let nobody separate na ile mungu anaendelea tena kusema ndani ya biblia yenye mungu anaotia pamoja mtu hata mmoja asikue kutenganisha God intends for that union to last a lifetime. Mungu anapenda ile uungano wala ile ndoa iendelee milele. Now again I know that there are people in this room who've been divorced. Najua tena katikati yetu kwa watu wenyewe walishakabulana na babwana. I want you to know that that's not the unforgivable sin. Napenda ujue kusema ile haiko dhambi yenye Mungu hawezi nasamea. And I know that when you're divorced it's not always just your fault or just their fault. Na mimi najua tena zaidi wakati mnakabulana na Bwana iko paka kosa yako. But we're not talking about divorce today we're talking about marriage. Atuseme leo kuhusu kukabulana ndani ya ndoa lakini tunasema kuhusu ndoa. In order for marriage to work the two have to follow God. Mbele ya ndoa iendelee wa bibi na bwana wanapasha wote kumfuata Mungu. You have to follow God's way. Unapasha kufata njia yenye Mungu anasema kufuata. Na hii inakuwa sasa msingi ya ndoa yote. 
When God brought the two together it was for a lifetime. Wakati Mungu alileta bibi na bwana pamoja ni kwa ajili waishi maisha yao pamoja. I have known so many marriages even after divorce where the couple gets remarried and it's a beautiful strong healthy relationship. Nafahamia mandoa yenyewe bibi na bwana waligabulana lakini mwisho wake wanaungana tena na wanaendelesha maisha yao mzuri. That is God's grace. Ndio neema ya Mungu. And we celebrate that. Na tunashirikia hiyo. The king the thing is we got to do things God's way. Kitu ni kusema tufanye vitu kufuatana na Mungu jinsi anapenda. Later in the story Eve was deceived by the devil. Na tukiendelea na hadithi Ewa alidanganywa na shetani and she ate the fruit she was not supposed to eat. Alikula tunda yenye kupasha kukula then she gave that to her husband. Na alileta anampatia na bwana yake. And he went in agreement with her. Bwana naye na bibi wakapatana na akakula. And the two of them fell from God's perfect place. Na wote wawili walianguka kutoka mipango mzuri ya Mungu. Ever since that time mankind has been trying to get back to God. Tangu ile wakati mpaka leo mtu anajikaza kwa kurudia kwa Mungu. And God has been reaching back to man. Na Mungu naye alikuwa anafanya kazi yake nguvu na yeye anafanya kazi kwa kufika kule mtu weko. It's a little warm in here isn't it? Are you hot? Unasikia kivuguto humu? I'm hot up here but I think our coolers are going. But yeah. I, don't worry hang on I'm almost done. I got 10 more minutes. Tunapenda kumaliza tunabakia tuna dakika kumi tu. Marriage is like the central focus of the devil's destruction. Ndoa inakuwa ni fazi yenye shetani anapenda kukumbanisha zaidi. The devil wants to ruin your marriage. Shetani anapenda kuharibisha ndoa yako. Because if he can split a husband and wife apart then he's got access to the kids. Wakati ile bibi na bwana mnakabulana inamsaidia yeye shetani aingie mbatoto. And he can do stuff for generations. Na anaweza fanya hivi vitu kwa eh, bizazi bizazi. You see God when he put the man and woman together you know what he said? Unajua wakati Mungu aliweka mwanamke na mwanaume pamoja alisema nini? He said it is very good. Anasema inakuwa ni nzuri sana. When God created light, he said it's good. Wakati Mungu aliumba mwangaza alisema ni iko mzuri. When he made the sea and the dry land, he said it's good. Wakati aligawanya uh, maji na fazi pakavu, alisema ni mzuri. When he made all the plants of the of the sea and all the plants on the land, he said it's good. Wakati aliumba miti, alisema ni iko mzuri sana. When he made all When he made all the animals, he said it's good. Wakati alifanya aliumba wanyama, anasema iko mzuri. Even when he made the man, he said it's good. Wakati aliumba mtu, anasema ni mzuri. But when he made the woman and he brought her to the man, he said It is very good. Na wakati aliumba mwanamke na mwanaume anawatia pamoja, Biblia nasema Mungu akasema hii ni mzuri sana. Mzuri sana. Very good. Ekdam ramrocha. Very good. Good Nepali, I didn't know you knew that. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> so if it's good and God says it's good, let's not separate it. Sasa kama ni ya mzuri na Mungu anasema ni ya mzuri kumbe sisi watu tusigawanye. Marriage is not something we enter into lightly. Ndoa haiko kitu tunaingia tu kwa wepesi. Because it's a decision you're making for the next 60 years, 70 years of your life. Kwaje ni mpango unabeba ya kuishi miaka na ule bwana wala bibi kadiri ya miaka makumi sita wala saba. That's the teaching we get from the Old Testament. Njoo mafundisho yetu tunapata muia gano la kale. Jesus affirms marriage in the New Testament. Yesu ali 
tumika kazi ya kutengeneza ndoa ndani ya agano mpya And then in the book of Ephesians Paul gives the best teaching on how marriage is supposed to work. Namkifata kitabu ya Waefeso mtaona Paulo anafundisha namna gani ndoa inapasha kuwa. I think I'm going to cut my message off here because I want to spend more time on this next week. Na tunapenda kumalizia hapa ili tupate tena wakati wa kusongomzea hivi vitu vizuri tena jumbe kunafanya. I really want to spend some time talking about how does a marriage really work? Tunapenda kupitia wakati kwa kufundisha namna gani ndoa inakuwa natumika kabisa. We know what it's supposed to do. Tunajua yenye tunapasha kufanya. But how how can it really happen? Sasa swali ni namna gani tunaweza ifanya? Especially when people are starting to have trouble in their marriage. Na zaidi wakati wanajikutana watu wanajikutana ndani ya mambo ya nguvu ndani ya ndoa yao. How can it be? How can it be made stronger? Sasa ni namna gani watatengeneza ile mambo? I want you to come next week and learn about that. Tunapenda mkuje Jumapili kunafuata ili tumifundishe tena zaidi kuhusu hii. And I want to say to those of you who are single, kwa napenda nisemwe kwa watu wenye wanakuwa bado hawaoa, don't check out on me here. Msikwa msinibebe mbaya. I want you to know that all the married people in the house, they need you. Napenda kumwambia kusema wote wale walioaoa wala walioaolewa wanamhitaji. I have seen single people rescue marriages. Nishakaona wambalaka kusaidia ndoa iishi by being a friend to the couple. Kwa kuwa warafiki kuile ndoa. And they come and they help bear the burden of the marriage. Na wanakuwa kusaidia wale watu kwa kubeba mziko ya ndoa yao. And they pray for the marriage. Na wanaombea ile ndoa. And then because of what they do and what they say the couple gets some hope. Na kwa ajili ya yeye wanaleta kama mashauri inasaidia ile ndoa iendelee kwa pamoja. Kupitia tu huyu mbalaka mwenye bado hayaoaka lakini anasaidia ndoa iishi. You see the whole church needs you people. Unaona sasa kanisa mzima ina mitaji wa ndugu. We all need each other. Tunahitaji kila mmoja wetu. To help each other. Now I want to say one thing that I said at the beginning. Napenda kusema kitu kinilisema kumwanzo. When you go through the hard times in your life, wakati unapitia wakati ya nguvu maisha yako, you need to be aware that God could be training you for something. Unapasha kujua kusema Mungu mara zingine anakuwa anakufundisha kitu fulani. In fact, marriage is a training. Ndoa inakuwa ni mafundisho. Some people think and most of our country thinks marriage was designed to make you happy. Uh, watu wengi wanazania ndoa iliumbwa kwa kukufanya uwe mtu wa furaha kila wakati. I've talked to couples who are planning on getting a divorce to say why are you getting a divorce? Nilikuwa naongea na watu wenye alipenda kukavulana na bauliza ni kwa nini unapenda tena kukavulana? They say well I'm just not happy anymore. Na unasikiaje huyu anasema siko tena na furaha hii ndoa yenyewe. She doesn't make me happy. Asinifurahishe tena huyu bibi. And I say to them what does that have to do with anything? Sasa njoo anabauliza ni Inamaanisha nini yote ile? Marriage was never made to make you happy. Ndoa haiko pale kwa kukufanya uwe na furaha kila wakati. We need to get that into our heads. Tunapasha tia hii kitu mkichwa yetu. Marriage does not make you happy. Ndoa haina ile nakufanya uwe na furaha. But you know what it does do? Unajua nafasa nini? Marriage will make you holy. 
lakini ndoa itafanya uwe mtakatifu marriage is what god uses to sand off the rough corners of your life ndoa ni ile mungu anatumia kwa kutosha ile vipande vyote mbaya maisha yako god uses marriage to shape you and change you into becoming more like him mungu anatumia ndoa ili akutunge na ubebe mfano wao kwa na gisi mungu anapenda marriage is like a baptism of pain to raise you up to become something that god wants you to be ndoa inakuwa sasani ubatizo anakuingiza mateso na nakutosha hivi mtu mwenye kueneana i can say that easily because my wife is not on the front row right now anaweza kusema hivi kwa ajili bibi yake asiko hapa atasema vile anapenda so when she comes back in the room you can tell her i said that kama anakuja mtaweza kumwambia sema nishasema hivi i want you folks to know there's a war between fear and love napenda mjue kusema kuko vita katikati ya upendo na uga and fear is trying to chip away at your confidence all the time na uga inakuwa ni kuharibisha ile upendo wako na ile heshima yako ya bumutu it's like a hammer just hitting on the side of your soul inakuwa inapiga kule kuheshima ya bumutu yako but love is greater than the fear lakini upendo iko mkubwa kuzidia uga we need to open our hearts to love and let it come in tunapasha fungua roho yetu ili upendo uingie because love is far greater kwa ajili upendo na kwa ni mkubwa kuzidia uga in 1 corinthians 13 it says these three things remain faith hope and love ukisoma wakorinto wa kwanza nasema hivi bitu tatu vinaendelea milele ni eh, imani upendo eh, na na tumaini but the greatest of these lakini mkubwa ya hii yote tatu is inakuwa ni upendo pendo love prem upendo love love prem prem which is love prem come on and stand up everybody tusimame wote worship team lead us in a closing song please tuimbe wimbo hii hallelujah thank you jesus thank you lord lord i thank you for this word i thank you that you're with us here today and that you are ministering your life in our midst here right now i just pray god you would dispense your power into our midst for those who are suffering either in a marriage or in a confusing relationship jesus would you come and minister your life and power in the name of jesus would you come oh god and touch each heart would you lord god repair those marriages that are so struggling right now i pray for the marriages that are new marriages just getting started and So much needs to be figured out. Lord, would you help them? And Lord, I pray that all of us would understand that marriage is not just to make us happy. Of course, you want us to be happy, but marriage is to make us holy, to conform us into your image. Lord, you want to do that through our lives. And I pray that we will surrender to you, Lord. Help us to listen to your voice, to do things your way. Hallelujah. To follow in your way. to follow in your way in Jesus name church would you just worship the lord together with the worship team now